And welcome back to the Cinemated World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Chili Boy Chilson. Larry, hello. What up? What's good, Larry? You got that new Xbox Live? What? Hi. I've had an eventful weekend. I'll just say that. What they giving you a bonus for? Like, you actually do something. That's why I want to know. Well, there was something that happened, and I guess because we handled it well, they were like, mm, here you guys go. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all can have a little something, I guess. Y'all can have a little boost in y'all checks <laughs> or something. So I said, you know what? Let me swing up to this game and stop real quick. <laughs> I thought I put down. Let me not. Anyway, uh, Larry, how's everything? Uh, We are going to be talking about the weekend box office, everyone. If you want to follow along, as always, we are looking at the weekend of October 21st, 2022. And we have the opening releases of Black Adam, Ticket to Paradise. And we had a couple of indies coming out as well. The Banshees of Insurance had a little small release here after Sun as well. Um so let's get right into it because we have a lot to talk about. I'm gonna got this number four oh. spot. I can't wait to get there. I'm not even thinking about Black Adam right now. Oh, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about this number four spot. So let's get into it, Larry. What came in at number one this weekend? So coming in at number one, pretty much right in line with our projections, mm-hmm. is Black Adam, which made sixty-seven thousand in its opening weekend of release. The film also opened internationally this weekend for a worldwide opening total of hundred and forty million. Now, the latest from DC Comics uh, got, did get a B plus Cinema Score. And surprisingly, this is The Rock's biggest, like, solo opening. So not Mm. part of the franchise of Fast and Furious or even The Mummy. The Mummy Returns opened bigger than this, which is kind of funny. Um, And obviously is a much bigger opening than Shazam. And it Mm. came in right on par with Aquaman. Uh, And it is the biggest opening since Thor, Love and Thunder during the summer. It's actually surprising to hear to see that it's like his first solo opening. Right. And that's something that we've talked about on this show as far as like The Rock's a draw, but The Rock's not bringing in like, you know, crazy yeah. big numbers and stuff. But I do notice that The Rock, The Rock does a lot, does a lot better when he's in ensembles yeah. and stuff like that, like with Jumanji and then Fast and Furious. Because mm-hmm. uh, even when they tried to venture out with Hobbs and Shaw, like it did good, but it wasn't like, you know what I mean? It wasn't the fast yeah. numbers and stuff. He got, got he kind of got clowned a bit from Ooh. Tyrese after that happened. But oh. anyway, um, yeah, so 67, that's actually, I forget what we both said last week. We were like mid-60s. We were in, yeah, so, I mean, shit. <laughs> I thought, I listen, I, uh, they, have, they have been going hard with this marketing as of late. Remember, I had my theories last week and stuff. And, yeah, you, uh, you bumped your prediction up a little bit because of the I did. Superman I went to the 70s. And all that. Yeah. I went to the 70s, and this thing did 67. I'm not going to like shed light on 67. Great opening. I saw a tweet today that was really funny. I don't know if you saw it was a box office tweet, but it was regarding like how this is like it was it was made seem made it was made as if it was a bigger deal than what it was. And I was like, it ain't. You know, because 
one of the tweet was like, oh, it was bigger than like the Suicide Squad and some of these other films that I, I'm like, Wonder Woman 84. That's not even fair, dude. Well, that yeah, came I mean, out come on December now. of like, yeah, December. Literally, of what, 2020? Like, Literally, like, that's not in the fair. middle of the pandemic. That that's wild. We can't Suicide even look. Squad, like you can give keep, a little leniency to it, but like I mean, come on. Yeah, keep Wonder Woman out of that. Like eighty four, <laughs> that number. It's it was good to make sixteen or seventeen million, like it did that, when I it came out. That's that wild. Year. Yeah, so uh, it's like let's not do that. But then the I other mean, the ones of like you know how we always in battle. Uh, mm-hmm. The movies that, once again, were out much closer to, like, iffy times or whatever. They were on the comeback. Uh, but people were clowning last year on Black Widow's opening. They were clowning on Eternal's yep. opening. Yep. Uh, Shang-Chi mostly got positive press. Uh, they all opened bigger than this. And this is getting spun as, like, this big heroic this, thing. So. Yeah, I was looking at that. And I was like, why are we doing that? But, like, I get why, you know. But, like, I'm just, like... I was like, okay, guys, this y'all it's need good. to stop. This is good, but this this is not what you think. This is what they were expecting. I'm sure they're fine with it, but this was not what they were wanting. They the, the first tracking had it had it at about Venom. Num- this ain't even Venom numbers. Yeah, this is like Venom is in the 80s at least. This is this is this is like Shazam, and they were like. A little bit more than Shazam. I'm like, like what, three million dollars more? Shazam. (laughs) So I was like, brother, what are we doing here? This is. And then the tweet was like, oh, it was more than it best Aquaman too. I'm like, well, Aquaman came out with Bumblebee and Mary Poppins. Come on, that was that was a little preemptive. It's a little bit behind Aquaman now. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's. I mean, let's not do this. I'm not calling this a flop. I'm not going that direction. But no. it is a two hundred million dollar movie. Ooh. Um, the uh, I I think it's like a hundred and forty worldwide right now. Yeah. They'll make the budget back, obviously. Yeah. But uh, and then next week we don't really have we have a we have a horror movie coming out. But I don't see people going crazy for that. Yeah. So no. it's gonna have another week to like do something, and then it's gonna get obliterated. You know, in, in a couple of more weeks with yeah. uh, Black Panther 2. So, I mean, this is a fine number. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're Warner Brothers, if you if you talk to Warner Brothers right now, I'm sure they would be more happy if this opened close to $100 million. I had some people online. And they online, went ham with the marketing on this movie. They did. They did. And they even down to the last three weeks, we saw what happened. The tracking wasn't really that crazy. They were like, the tracking was like 70 to something million. And so the then, Rock said, uh, F it, I'm a spoiler. <laughs> then, the, then the Rock, and I'm sure Warner Brothers was like letting him, they were like, fucking do it. Because like, then the Rock comes out and he's like, yeah, this actually, uh, they starts revealing that Henry Cavill's in this bad boy pretty much. And then um, leading down, even I think on Friday, they put out a tweet about how Superman has entered the, the chat. Did you see that? Or no. whatever. But yeah, so it's like all of that. For you to open a 67, I mean, I mean. How much of your theater like, stayed for the mid credit? Okay, so my I saw it Thursday. So I figured that crowd was going to stay mm. the Thursday night. You know, the Thursday nights are usually the hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't go like on a Saturday. But I will say Thursday night, people started bolting for the for the thing before like when it was over. It was, a, you know, it was a good amount of people who stayed, but there was people who yeah. was out of there. You yeah, know, I would, say, so. I would say maybe a fourth of my theater left pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then the rest kind of stayed back and, and yeah. watched on Thursday. 
Yeah, so it's like if that's what your hook was after after seeing that tracking. I mean, I still I still I find this number slightly disappointing. I'm I am gonna say that. I think if the number was in the eighties slash upper nineties, like ninety one or something like that, we would we would be having a different conversation. But I thought this was for sure, at least after last, after the marketing of Superman, I thought this was going to crack the 70 million. So maybe it's like, what do you think the actuals are going to be tomorrow? Uh, I don't 68? Think gonna, yeah, I don't think it's going to go up all that much. So, yeah. so um, I, I find this, they were in a lot of year, theaters too. You like, see, even earlier this year, people were clowning on the Batman mm-hmm. Opening at 134. 134. People were trying to spin Batman, which grows 770 worldwide, open to 134. The people were trying to play that like it was a flop or disappointing. Mm-hmm. That's why I just don't get I'm like, okay. I mean, I know it's a lot of, listen, I know we'll get in trouble for all this talk, but I know it's a lot of the Snyder fans who are really mm-hmm. pushing these type of narratives of Black Adam being like this big success and they mm-hmm. just want Bat Insan in there. So they're trying to downplay the success of the Batman. But like, we just got to be real, y'all. <laughs> we got, we have to. And the Batman wasn't promoting like big bombastic action the way this was. Yeah. The Batman was still promoting kind of like the noir kind of thing. I mean, the trailers were bomb don't get me wrong oh yeah but they wasn't promoting like come see the explosion the people in the sky it was like this is a little mystery noir with some batman action in it and that's exactly what it was and the batman was two hours and 48 minutes mm-hmm. sorry i mean mm-hmm. like i mean i mean nah well. this well I do think it'll probably hold pretty well next week because I do think audiences. I do, I, I do agree. The the RT audience score I think is a little bit manipulated uh, at ninety percent, but I do think mm. overall general like my grandma actually really liked this movie. She she loved mm. it, <laughs> um, and so I I think general audiences if they're going in for a superhero movie an action movie they're probably coming out having a good time and talking about how fun it was because uh, I mean that's what it delivers. It's just like pretty mm. much a long action scene. Um, yeah that's what i said it's non-stop action so if you were coming in here hoping for just like superhero action you're probably not gonna be disappointed because it's like non-stop almost in this movie just constant action going on somewhere um but you know if you're hoping for anything more than that then that's where the people are getting disappointed Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Also, um, stop. Yeah, some of y'all are really trying to tout this up as it's a beautiful movie. Ooh, What's going Mary, on? Leave them alone. <laughs> Hollywood, if you don't stop with this goddamn orange filter for the Middle East oh, and Mexico, I, I I'm going to flip my lid. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. We talked about that in the review that <sighs> I'm just, why it looked like pee. That's not it's what the third world off. world, like, and I remember seeing like a tweet couple of months ago of like the trailer was in this tent and then like a tv spot wasn't in the tent and they were like oh we all got to give it up to the rock for taking criticism it's like nah. the movie, all right and the movie comes out and it's like there's the tent there's the piss tent right <laughs> everywhere <there."> and they <laughs> do it every time and i don't know yeah. i thought even the cinematography was uh i don't know it mm. I did not think it looked good, uh, to say the least. But so we can't do another spoiler review like we did last week with Halloween. Also, though, y'all you stop. Gotta get to that Game of Thrones. Hannah, come here. <laughs> Hannah, please take a seat in the front. Uh, maybe even myself sometimes. <laughs> but really, the... straight man, don't use the word camp. 
<laughs> Dude, I, I, camp, and I almost blew my lid again. I was like, Mary, camp. there is a, there is a, there is a tweet that's been in my drafts all weekend, and I am like so furious because <laughs> I'm so furious because the edge lord YouTubers who hate the MCU, anytime oh this or like a Sony film comes out, they just say, oh, I appreciate that they knew exactly what they wanted to do, and it's campy. This is just camp. And I'm like, these geeks, if Marvel released this movie tomorrow, do you think we would hear like, oh, uh, it's The Rock's mess. It's it's a mess, but it's The Rock's mess. It's it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's new. It's refreshing. It's innovative. Oh my god! I'm like, dude, stop! You cannot, you cannot call this camp and then shit on Love and Thunder. I can't. I or can't Multiverse of Madness. I, I mean, I don't even, both yeah, I don't of those even films. like Love and Thunder. I, I and like, Multiverse of Madness, I really enjoy. But you yeah. cannot shit on Multiverse of Madness and then be like, well, Black Adam is right, my kind of camp, dude. Oh man, I, that was yeah, killing no. me. This Multiverse weekend. of Madness was, was actual, had actual camp. Uh, in it, mind you. Silly lines this? for the sake of silly lines and silly whatever is not visuals. Camp. A rubber fucking Ugh. demon coming out of the water is not fucking <laughs> camp. It's 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 trash. Like, what are we it's doing just, right now? Like, they were trying to call that screenshot that's been making the rounds a big old head rock flying at the camera. It's about, camp. Oh, camp and visual style. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you can say visual, a, a specific visual look. I'll accept that. But this shot is not camp. Uh, what oh, are you talking about? And then, of course, insane. those edge lords on YouTube too are so dumb. Like this is what just uh, really solidifies how stupid they are. They're talking about how nice it is to go see Black Adam, and it's not woke. Uh, what? The whole Ooh. damn movie is <laughs> about the U.S. oppressing other countries in the Middle East. <laughs> There's explosions, man. That's all we need nowadays. I'm like, what There's the hell? Explosions. It's literally about escaping oppression in the Middle East from America. That is pretty I'm woke all, messaging. And I'm all like, I'm all down with fun in these movies, but dude, man, these fucking little little freaking demons <laughs> running around in the streets. I was like, what are we oh doing? I was well, like, the... what are we doing? And see, everybody, that's why I'm like, y'all need to look. The DCEU still has their problem. Of mm. you know ugly third acts that are just filled with CGI mess and ugly villains mm. in the third act and Black Adam goes maybe to the worst. I mean, it's one of the worst <laughs> <laughs> offenders of that. Um, so yeah. that villain I and mean, that comes in in the third act looked. I was appalled. I was like, oh wow, okay, um, it's a rubber demon. Like he looked like like he looked like a toy. I was befuddled. I was. Oh man, I was like, this is crazy. Whatever, dude. This is like watching a Mortal Kombat video game come to life. It, yeah. I mean, I but. think one of my friends that I saw their thumbnail talking about a PS4 feature length film. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I said, Oop. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a PS4 game. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them PS4 games got a little bit better visuals. <laughs> mm -hmm. They, uh, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just don't know what it. I don't know what it is. But I just really could not vibe with the movie. And I had there was parts that was fun, but like yeah. I'm so t- I like I'm so tired of the argument of like oh it's just big and dumb and it's fun. I'm like, dude, how many fucking times are we gonna say this about these DCEU films? Like, how many times are we gonna say this? I just also like, DC and Disney. If all of you, uh, Sony too, come here. I'll sit around the the table. <laughs> Sony too, come here. <laughs> If you're going to make movies about villains, make a damn movie about a villain already. I'm tired. Oh, like, I'm so tired. Dark, the whole, if you're like, not going to go dark, don't do it. <laughs> because, okay, so the, the the ending of this movie comes up, right? And uh, he sits on the throne. Spoilers for Black Adam. I'm sorry, guys. But, like, he sits on the throne, right? And he's doing this, like, pose. Like, he's a villain. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you've been saving lives this entire movie. What are you talking? What are you doing? You've been protecting these folks. What didn't is happening? Didn't you hear here? him? Didn't you hear him say it about a million times that he's no hero? Yeah. So then, okay, 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 okay. So then, like, he's like, he does whatever to the throne, and then like the post credit scene comes up, and he's all angry and stoic and mad and yeah. villain like. And I'm like, where, what, where is this coming from? You just like gave a hug to Hawkman or something. You patted the little kid on the head. You're Superman. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing here? Like, and now Amanda Waller is like, oh, don't leave. Or we'll get you. And she, he's like, send them all. Like, he's like Thanos or something. And I'm like... I also... I don't know. Ah. Maybe you can shed a little bit of light on this. Because I was a little confused. Hawkman is so, like, noble. Like, his whole thing is just hero, hero. Noble mm-hmm. hero. But he's working with Amanda Waller? <laughs> that don't make no sense. I, I got nothing for you. Okay. I was no like, I, maybe it's a comic <laughs> thing I'm not I sure about. But I'm like, <laughs> why is he working with her? Homegirl, she ain't about none of them values you be spitting off this whole movie, bruh. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got but, nothing that's all i got i don't know i'm yeah. thinking maybe what like maybe a 55 percent drop next week next um next week i will say about the same thing i'm thinking maybe like in the 30s maybe Ooh. like a oh 30 mil i was like damn mil. he thinks this is gonna hold good no 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 i'm thinking like i'm thinking like 30 i can see it doing like 32 yeah, yeah 30, that, i think that'd be i think that would be a solid hold for this film i agree uh, they don't have a Chinese release. These Chinese, I mean, ever since the pandemic, these Chinese releases are hard to come by. Yeah. <laughs> They're not letting any American movies in hardly <laughs> over there, it seems like. I'm like, damn. Um, yeah, so. I'm curious if the Middle East will show this movie. Maybe. I mean, they should, maybe. but maybe there's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But. All right, everyone. I'm sorry for our little rant. On yeah. Like, we do, we've been doing this this past. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> so. Let's get into number two. Number two, what do we got? So coming in in the runner-up position is Ticket to Paradise, which brought in $16.34 million in its domestic opening. However, the film has already been released starting in the middle of September in a lot of overseas countries. So it's actually grossed $80.2 million so far internationally. For a worldwide total currently sitting at $96.6 million upon release, this film also fared quite well amongst audiences who gave it an A-minus cinema score, though critics likewise did not really take to this film either. So it's kind of a, a division here this weekend. It's that classic old division of critics not vibing, but general audiences seem to be all right with it. Yeah, I um, I forgot this movie was coming out this week, so I 
because I, I, I could have sworn Black Adam was the only release, but then I was like, no, yeah, I forgot Ticket in Paradise. I actually do want to see this. The trailer is actually, I think it's pretty good. Um, but Let me tell you, I my theater was packed on Friday. Yes, I'm saying, I think this is solid. <laughs> I think this is a solid number. I don't know why they wanted to release um, beside Black Adam. I think that was a bit mistake. And I, and I do feel like this would have been a better November movie. But, I wonder, I mean, I, I guess they didn't. Solid. I guess they didn't want to do a straight up Halloween release because I'm like, maybe even next week it could have even grabbed a little bit more against just right. the devil movie. But maybe they were like, nah, we don't want an actual Halloween. Um, but yeah, to counter programming, doing well as it does. Uh, it was an older audience that came, which isn't too surprising. You have Julie Roberts and George Clooney in the leads and old mm. school rom-com featuring those two. Uh, that international number is quite impressive already, though. So it's pretty much chilling at about a hundred million dollars already worldwide so it's a pretty good gross and a solid opening um and older audiences tend to have like decent legs so i don't mm -hmm. think it's gonna have like a big drop next weekend either so we'll see yeah i think like i said i think this number is pretty solid for you know going up against uh, going in the weekend and stuff so i think this is I think it's pretty good good um all right number three Great. the the film that just keeps on trucking at number three we have mm -hmm. smile which brought in another 8.3 million in its fourth weekend of release which is down just 33 percent from last weekend even as it shed 316 theaters that brings the horror film from paramount pictures up to 84.3 million dollars domestic and 166.2 million dollars worldwide and i believe the budget was under 20 million for it to make that much so far yeah, I think I think this is uh I'm really happy for the success of this movie. Uh we've been talking about it ever since we started covering its opening release for uh you know for Smile and I think this is really solid. Only dropping 33% with Black Adam being out with Halloween ends coming out the week before. We said last week, "Oh, Smile is going to take a little bit of a dip this week," but absolutely they even lost they lost theaters this week as well and they still was able to, to uh, open really well. And for it to be at 84 domestically is crazy. Um, uh, so I think this is a huge win for everyone involved once again. Um, really happy for it. Really happy about Dang. this. Number. I'm trying to remember really the happy. last time. I mean, we've had a couple. Uh, really, these original horror films that open pretty well have been holding pretty well, too. Like The Black Phone, I remember, held mm -hmm. on pretty well throughout its run. And we're seeing this. And this... Like we mentioned last week, even it's not common for horror. <laughs> That's the genre that we're used to seeing like fall hard um, mm -hmm. after opening. And so it's really cool to see this smaller. It's not an indie because it's still Paramount Pictures, but this smaller yeah, yeah. release. The one I know they are so happy because there was talks about dumping this. They weren't even going to get yeah, smile, a sure. theatrical release. Can you imagine if they they would have yeah. passed up on a huge sleeper hit? And the big, the you know, we're always talking about Disney and Warner Brothers, but once again, it's Paramount's year at the box office. I mean, yeah, they're I not know. only killing it; they're a big surprise. I don't think anyone expected them to have these hits like they're having. And Smile they, is they've the been latest. Doing a, 
they've been doing a really good job at like releasing their movies away from a lot of other films when they mm-hmm. come out. Yeah. Like that's just something that I've I've been wanting a lot of other theaters not to do. And it seems like Paramount has been like strategically placing these movies everywhere. And I think uh, you know, we got the Top Gun reaction. We got like earlier in the year with Scream and then with like with Smile. I think this is all just great, 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 great stuff at Paramount. Um, and I cannot wait to get into the end of the year numbers for them because this is crazy. Yeah. Right and now. I think even with, you know, again, another film that's going to be direct competition next week, I think it's still going to hold well. I think it's going to play well over Halloween weekend. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it like, this is gonna be a, this will be a miracle, but maybe it would it comes to like the number two spot next weekend. Yeah. That would be crazy if it did that on Halloween weekend, Ooh. like something scary. Yeah, and it's like, all right, let's get into this number four because I got, I got <laughs> we this number well, four. Let's we... get into it. Number four, <laughs> please. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we predicted a big drop, but even we didn't foresee this big of a drop. Uh, coming in. At number four is Halloween Ends, which made just $8 million in its second week of release, Terrible. bringing an 80% drop in its second weekend in wide release. That brings Halloween Ends up to $54.1 million domestic and $82 million at the worldwide box office. Terrible. This is... This is horrible. Yeah. Like the total gross right now is still less than what they did the Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. This I is mean. terrible. And there's a lot of factors here. It's not just what I what I what I said on my Twitter earlier. There's a lot of factors to fa- to factor in this with this number. The first factor is the the word of mouth is probably not good. I know there's like a I know there's an audience who appreciate what they did and love this movie and love how different it is. But I mean, I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of general audiences who was just turned off by it and how they they ended it and how they did everything. That just it just bad word of mouth coming out of the first weekend. The second thing that I that I would say is. This day and date release has killed so many movies, mm-hmm. and I get the sentiment. When when we were dealing with the COVID stuff, I'm not saying we're out of COVID, not even close, but when we were dealing heavily with the COVID stuff without any vaccine or anything like that going on last year, um, we had a lot of day and date releases, and they would get hurt. But, but at the end of the day, you understood. When is the last time we had a day and date release? You know, because I get the argument of like some people are not comfortable, but it's like uh, it's not like Universal. This is their first movie of the year. Ticket to Paradise. Did that go on Peacock as well? (laughs) It didn't, (laughs) you know, so it's not like you can say Universal is just trying to stick it out. It's trying to look out for the big for the for the good guys. No, they there was something that they did not feel comfortable in doing like a complete wide release for the movie. There was something that they watched or that they saw that they just wasn't comfortable doing that. So what they did, because they figured out what the backlash was going to be, they went for the day and day release. This was not to protect to protect whoever's at home who can't come out to the theater. This was not to like, oh, we want to give more options for people to watch the movie. 
This was because they saw the writing on the wall when it came to the word of mouth of this film. So this day and day release, if you are like someone in the general audience and you go see this movie and for some reason you have like an itching to go see it again, or you have an itching to take your friends, take your mom, take your whoever, in Larry's case, take your Nana, you know, you, you, you can watch it at home. Mm-hmm. You, you like what is the what is making you get out of the uh get out of the house to go see Halloween ends when it's right there and Peacock Peacock is like four dollars. So it's like it's right there at home. Um, you know, most people have Peacock for free because it's like I think it's like an extension with like yeah. Amazon or something like that, you know, or Xfinity or whatever. Or if you want to watch it, I mean you can pay four dollars and have the peeps watch it at home, or you can pay, you know, fifteen dollars a pop. Fifteen, twenty dollars if you want to go IMAX or whatever. So it's like there's no inkling to go back to the theater. And this was this was happening throughout all of last year. Like a lot of these movies, the Warner Brothers especially, they would take a drop in the second week like every time a movie came out that was doing the day and date release they would do like 60 percent, 70 percent drops and that's because it's at home now even we so we talked about this last week when we all saw it the second time we were home i think you were the only one who went back to the theater but well, like i was like, i watched it at home first to do my reaction exactly so, yeah you watch it at home yeah. first but like me i think tyler i think whoever I else think we all, Alex, I think we all just watched it again at home. Yeah, so all of us like, watched it again, surprisingly. None oh. of us really loved it, but we all, and that's the thing. This film could have possibly really benefited too, because, you know, at least the film people, at least, you know, everybody who's on Twitter, which we know doesn't always correlate, you know, straight to box office. We've seen that a million and one times. Right. But on YouTube and on Twitter, yeah, there's a lot of people, myself included, who are just like, nah, it's terrible. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are like going to bat for this film that are like, oh, no, it's if you go back and watch the full trilogy, it, it mushes well or try like they're like trying mm-hmm. to shed a new light on it. And I think that would encourage people to say, OK, let me at least give this movie another shot. Let me at least. Exactly. Take, take that was me. That's it. And that was me it's and easy a lot of people at home, um, but mm-hmm. they're kind of robbing themselves because I think those people would be like, maybe I did miss something. Maybe I, I went in with expectations because of the trailer or whatever, and I, yeah. I didn't let myself be open to what the movie was. And it's easy when you could just turn on Peacock and say, let me take a look again rather than exactly. go back to the movie theater. My mother, she heard me like I can't. I, I, you know, I call her every time I go see a movie. She asked me, "How, how was it?" Yeah. Like, yeah, it was all right. And she and I'm like, and she's like, mm, I, I kind of want to see it, but you didn't. You said you kind of liked it. You didn't really <laughs> like it. And I'm like, well, it's on Peacock. It's like, oh, okay, oh, you know. Let so, me pull up the TV. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah, she, she pulled it up on Peacock and watched it. And I'm like. I don't I just don't get why they did that to themselves. That's not good. And I get it. If there was a sentiment of Universal putting on a presser like, hey, COVID and all this other stuff, yeah. monkeypox is still a thing. And we wanna we wanna like prevent our moviegoers from having having one only option. That's not the case because they literally Quite literally, have a movie out this weekend that is in theaters only. And if you want to go see that movie again, is you got to go back and pay for a ticket. And another thing, there's a horror movie out right now that we just spoke about that 
if you hear from your friends, if you hear from your cousin, if you hear from us, you know, people like us yeah. on podcasts, smile is pretty good. Oh, well, shit, let me chalk up like $15 and go see it. Mm-hmm. No, it's not like, okay, so oh, smiles is on Paramount Plus. Let me just pull it up. No, it's mm-hmm. you got to go see it. And that's why it's still doing so well. The fact that Smile made more than Halloween ends in week four versus week two. Brother, that is not good. Anyone who's like 40 million. Anyone who's like, oh, this is the marketing. It's this and that, dude. No, this is a this is a we were talking about 60% drop. 80%? And And it's not even like a perspective. Uh, so part of it, this is what makes me think part of it is that people just didn't, the, this extra step is that people hated it because Halloween kills opened a little bit higher. People were still not loving that film either. And it also did the whole peacock theater thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It dropped 70% and we all were like, oof, oh, that's bad. Okay. That is what you and I we had our predictions for that around. I said we said like, yo, yeah, maybe Halloween ends next week. Gonna take it's gonna get a hit like seventy. We were at seventy, eighty. We That's <laughs> yo, eighty is scary. That is not good. That is There's not really no good. They got no rid of. They got rid of no theaters. That is not good. And whoever, all you like pro Halloween end blokes, like dude, I don't know what to tell you because. This this probably meant that people hated this movie, and it's like if you want to repeat watching, because even I, I got out of the theater and I was like, mm, I think I need one more watch. I pulled that shit up at home because mm-hmm. it's right there. And the unfortunate part is, yeah. I don't think Peacock has ever released numbers to us. Like I don't even earlier this year, "Marry Me." They that was the last time they did this. Um, Peacock and in the theater. Yeah. I don't remember them releasing numbers for that. So we'll have no idea how you know if it did anything on Peacock because they don't tell us. But mm-hmm. this, I mean, just from the outside looking in, this is terrible. I mean, this really, is horrible. Yeah, really this is, alarming. There's no bad. way. There's there's no other way to look at it. This is horrible. This is one of the worst drops that we've ever seen all year. This is that bad. What this it's actually bad. one of the highest second week drops for a movie that opened at number one ever. So I mean, oh, that's it's even worse. It's worse because <laughs> yeah, we've had movies come out where it's like, oh, this movie was in the third spot last week and then it dropped big the second week. But we've we've I don't think we've ever really seen a movie open up number one to completely get nuked like this this is going from four what did it do last week again i think it did like 50 uh 40 point what 40 just over 46 okay so last week i mean if we were okay it opened up okay 40 million last week so if we last week i think i was i was looking at like I was like 15, 16. Yeah, we were like in the low teens, you know, and that was us being like 70%. It's plummeted into around 15. Nope, it didn't even hit 10. <laughs> no, it hit 8. And a movie, a horror movie that's been out longer than it, bumped, went over it. I mean, that's God damn it. So I don't know what to tell y'all. I think most, I think it's a factor. I don't think it's just because of the day and date release. Cause we had, we did have some movies last year that would do the day and date release and still drop off okay. But I think this was a factor of that mixed in with people hating it, mixed in with the word of mouth probably not being good, mixed into if you want to see it again, 
you have it right there. And it's not even like it's one of those it's on one of those expensive ass streaming services you know? like HBO Max. Yeah. That's like fifteen dollars. This thing is four bucks. So if you really <laughs> want to go see it, <laughs> if you really want to go see it, it's right there, dude. Oof. So rough. Fuck. This is just horrible. All right, number five. So holding on at number five, we have Lyle Lyle Crocodile, which brought in $4.2 million in its third weekend of release, which is a four, about a 43% drop from its second weekend in theaters. That brings the Javier Bardem, Constance Wu, Sean Mendez family film up to $28.7 million domestic and $37.1 million worldwide. One thing I didn't don't think I knew really last week though, this movie cost fifty million to make. That's nuts. So and it's million right now. Mm. Yeah, so it's still got a ways to go to do some, but mm. yeah. There's a little Lyle Lyle crocodile chilling at number five. No, that's nuts. Um but still forty two percent drop is solid. It's enough, holding on well know. enough. It it's actually holding on much better than I thought the movie was actually yeah. gonna hold on. I mean, so I think this is I think because well, the way good. that it molly whopped Amsterdam the whole way through um, <laughs> has been entertaining to gotta, me. But you always got to keep putting out oh. that. <laughs> Where is Amsterdam right now? Ooh, uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> it, it was trying to hold. It was trying to keep pace with Halloween. Amsterdam dropping seventy percent. Seventy percent down to number nine at eight hundred eighteen thousand dollars in its third horrible. week of release. Woo! You know worry, who ain't dropping though. Our friend Artie the Clown over I can't here. Do it, Larry. I this can't goddamn about Terrifier it. too. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's growing each and every week. The folks are coming out it's for this. It's gonna do even terrifier. better next weekend. It's Halloween weekend. It's gonna do better. I think this is gonna be the one people are gonna want to go see. So uh, it's up to number seven. It went up eighty three point nine percent, only adding fifty five theaters, and it made one point eight nine million this weekend. And is up to five point two million overall for this little tiny, you know, small release. This is the most theaters it's been in, and that's only seven hundred and fifty theaters. It's not even like the movie gains like a thousand theaters. It only yeah. gained fifty five, fifty five theaters. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is a great this is great for Terrifier too. I know I did my little rant last week about <laughs> hating these kinds of movies, but uh, this is great. Eighty three percent. Cinedigium Entertainment Group is who <laughs> released it. Like, who the hell? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So this is a great, uh, if for nothing else, you know, we we're talking about Warner Brothers, Universal, Paramount, Sony, all mm. these other. It's a great thing to see this little distribution company with this kind of cult horror film yeah. uh not only holding legs but actually like gaining like <laughs> that hype and that word of mouth i don't know who thought to because listen i still think it's a cap um but i don't know who thought to talk about people are throwing up they're fainting in the movie theater look i'm pretty sure that did bump this movie up like people are like what and now they want to go see it during october yeah, it's it's one of those things where like the media and like the the it's been trending too and it's like yeah. I don't know it's uh 
good for y'all. I'm not into that it. That first but, one uh, didn't do nothing like this. No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah, I think that and was that like a first one cost like what two hundred thousand dollars to make or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. so look, I mean, get ready for Terrifier three. I think our the clown is on his way back. <laughs> And I think if they did Terrifier 3, they're going to go wide. Like I think, yeah, release. I think they're going to try to push it a little like bit harder than they theaters. did this time. Yeah, yeah. at least over a thousand, because this one never yeah. even reached a thousand theaters. So, yeah, I mean, good for, uh, good for Terrifier 2. Yeah, look at Amsterdam down here at number nine. Woof. Mm-hmm. And oh, then we shit. have, like, uh, we have, ooh, don't tell Billy Agner about bros. <laughs> I was talking about Amsterdam keeping up with Halloween. Bros dropped seventy nine percent. They released. Well, I think this is also on. um, I saw this is already on digital too. They released that shit to digital, and everyone said, "I I'll watch it there." Bet Uh, (laughs) I ain't going to no damn movie theater. Oh man, that film just plummeted. But look at oh the movie I'll be championing this year, my little triangle of sadness moving on up in the world. Yep, seventy nine percent increase, which is up great. Two hundred eighty theaters. Decision to leave. Week. Look at that one though. I know. I want to actually. This, I that just released in an indie theater here, and I do want to check it like out. Four hours though. Oh shit! Well, okay, hold up. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it went way up. Two hundred eight percent. Um. Till expanded to 104 theaters this weekend and went mm. up 55%. Tar, another 105 theaters. I really want to see Tar. Me too. Um, I think it comes here. Actually, this isn't to leave. I was, I was capping. That's two, 218. It's not bad. Yeah. Two hours Oop. and 18 minutes. Okay. That's all right. That's better. I could, I could deal with that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we saw what the Banshees of the Insurin uh, mm-hmm. is up to 181,000 when op- only opening in four theaters. So that's a solid 45,000 per theater average mm-hmm. for that yep. film this weekend. Searchlight Pictures, though, they, they can, they can get something going usually. Usually, I, I mean, it's depending on, you know, the guys. Promise? I have no idea. But uh, what do we have? Question going into uh, after sun. Um, ne- yeah, after sun. They're crying. <laughs> I actually, I mean, there's a lot of indie that it, we're like. I, I, yeah. I remember last week I was telling you how I'm excited to get into after Halloween when we get into like all yeah. the new indies um coming out and stuff and the. I'm just excited. Kill is opening here next week. Finally, yeah. I feel so, like finally. What do we have? So, what do we have next week coming out? I think we have that that devil movie. Yeah, the devil. Pray to the devil. Pray, pray to for the devil. the devil. What do we? And then, like I said, Till goes nationwide next week, including About here. Time. About time. Which yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That's a weird one. I think to do that platform release because they've been advertising it so much. I feel like, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They've kind of been advertising it like just a normal movie. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of shocked that they went with such a limited, like, kind of rollout release. Yeah. Ooh, tell me why I saw on that Shazam. Like, sorry, I had to go back to releases. Shazam in front of Shazam <laughs> or in front of Black Adam was the Shazam trailer. They just said only in theaters. Mm-hmm. They scrubbed that fucking date so quick and said we ain't Wait, even gonna put a new date? date on it. What's the date then? I think they then they already released that though. I thought they had a date for Shazam, but they they literally just had only in theaters at the end of that trailer. That's a great question. I I know they were in front of Avatar, and then they moved that date to something else. Because Aquaman, Um, they moved. Yeah, March 17th, 2023. They must not be confident, because they didn't put that March nothing on the front of that Shazam trailer, at least the one they had at my theater. It just said only in theaters. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they that was one of the the the, the updates that they moved it to March. They got it away from Avatar. And um, yeah, uh, I, well, Warner Brothers. I mean, what a mess. Uh, they're still a mess, y'all. With Aquaman moving, Shazam moving. We'll see. And the two movies they released. I mean, Black Adam's gonna do pretty good for them. But they were like, oh, Black Adam and uh, Don't Worry, Darling. Those are gonna be the two things we pour our entire bucket into. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I then- mean, I might have trusted Aquaman before I trusted a Black Adam, but that's just me. I would have too, especially Aquaman by himself, because yeah. that first time he was with some comp, and I think Aquaman by himself would have been would have been uh, some crazy numbers. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see how they they like their decision after <laughs> once all is said and done. Yeah. So um, next what week we have the pray for the devil. Pray for the devil. I think I I think I'm gonna do. Wow. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go twelve. Okay, I was thinking like eight to ten. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go. Okay, maybe you're right. Cause I'm like the, the marketing is not good. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, so I, just, I won't even. I mean, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, yeah. I want to see it too. So, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go like eleven. I'm gonna go eleven. And okay. I like I said, I think Smile's gonna hold up against the competition. I think Smile's pretty gonna well. hold up. I think. I wouldn't be surprised if Smiles, like, I don't know, opens to, like, this next Yo, weekend, too. What are we going to do next week if Terrifier 2 jumps over Halloween ends? We're going to have some problems. We're going to have some We gonna have some problems. They're going to have some problems. We're going to have some issues. Black Adam next week, like we said, 30 yeah. around. I'm going I'm to go, I'm gonna go though, at lowest, like, 29. Yeah, I, I think it'll hold. I, I'm guessing like a 55-ish percent drop. So right around like 30, low 30s somewhere. Yeah, so it'll still that's be number what, one. Yeah, so I, I, I would go I would go around that. But um All right, everyone. That is it for this episode of the Box Office Report. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. As always, Larry and I will be back. We'll see how next I mean, week it. If Black Adam drops like Halloween ends dropped this weekend, we'll be back next week to talk. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be back. And then like we'll figure, we'll see. Because I think the week after, I, I said Black Panthers after that, but that's not true. I think Black no, Panthers another week another before week. it. Yeah, I'll be at comes the after that. Fest that next week. Okay, so uh, we'll uh, if we'll, 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 see we'll probably goes. do we'll probably do we'll cover. Okay, so we'll probably do next week, and then we'll take a break. Um, and then we'll do next week and next week will also be our Black Panther predictions, like final predictions. And then we'll come back the weekend of Black Panther for sure. Okay. Um, let's do that. But, uh, for now, everyone, that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. As always, Larry, let everyone know follow you. Yeah, you can find me over on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT or on Instagram and on YouTube, both at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemanac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram at Cinemania World. My name is Dwayne, of course. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, by the way, uh, our schedule right now is we have our final episode of Cinemania Throne Watch. Thank God for tomorrow morning. 
that'll be released tomorrow morning. I'll get that. I'll get that out in the morning after Larry records the episode late tonight. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a long one because it's the finale, and you know, I think we have a season two confirmed. Or yeah, we do, but it's not going to be here for another like two years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we'll get into that and we'll talk about all of that. But uh, yeah, so that'll so stay tuned for all of that, everyone. And uh, um, as far as us, we'll see how the news. I hope we get like a something kind of trailer this week, something fun. I don't know. Maybe like what's going on? Avatar like release another trailer for that? No, never. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like it's like I've been watching that same trailer for like like mm. months. I think it's time mm. it comes out in like two months. <laughs> I I mean I I, mean, I ain't the businessman here. I'm just saying. But um, all right, everyone, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.